Feltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Tuesday, December 18th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Belltown Hearing Aid Center. Paul Swan, your host. Our producer is Gabriel Suller. Don't take your phone call this hour at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Now coming up in the program this hour, we're going to hear from Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. I don't know if you watched the game earlier today on ESPN+. Plus. It was on the ACC Digital Network. I watched a little bit of it at noon. I watched a lot of it, actually. And they gave Clemson everything they wanted and then some. Now, they lose late in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter was the difference. They lose 68-54. But I thought that they, for the majority of that game, they performed well. Shana Gore led all scorers with 24 points. She played all 40 minutes. Taylor Porter played 21 minutes. Uh, she did have some foul trouble. She scored 12 points. She had really a couple of big three-pointers in the third quarter. Um, Khadija Brooks, she was just shy of a double-double. Had eight points and nine rebounds. Uh, Marshall was just out-rebounded. This was a bigger team they went up against, and Marshall was just out-rebounded by one, 38-37. So the Thundering Herd played well. There's some things you can take away from this game. Marshall can put together a complete game, a four-quarter game. Uh, they're going to beat a lot more teams. So they're definitely improved. Tony's going to come on the program in a few minutes. We're going to hear from him, get his breakdown of it. And, of course, we're going to hear later on from Bill Cornwell. He is at the Bowl. That's right. He is at the Bad Boy Motors Gasparilla Bowl. He joins us on the program a little bit later on to talk about what's happening today as far as uh, how practice went from his perspective also get an idea of what their day has been like as it's coming up Thursday. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So it was a uh, early practice today for the Thundering Herd. They had to get up early, do the practice thing again. And Doc Holliday, I'm sure he's uh, just anxious to finally wrap this up and just get to the bowl. But as he was asked earlier this morning after practice, uh, this is – Pretty much the next to last practice. Yeah, well, no question. It's our normal Thursday practice for us today. Wrap that up, and got a lot of preparations got to take place between now and eight o'clock, of course, uh, on on Thursday night. So, uh, get ready to go. Got to have great, you know, we got some important. We have a great day of preparation because we got a great challenge ahead of us. What are you thinking uh, as you get closer to playing the Bulls and some thoughts on them? Well, I know number one, they're extremely athletic. I mean, you know, Charlie's done a great job recruiting. Coach Pryor to him did a great job recruiting. There's an awful lot of players in this area, and they got a lot of them on that football team. So, athletically, it's going to be a great challenge for us at every position. We understand that challenge, and our kids know that we've got a great responsibility to make sure we go. We always talk about the circles of coaching, and the, you know, sooner or later, somebody you probably cross paths with, you're going to face off with on the opposite side, and that's the case in this game. Good friend, you were. Yeah, I've known Charlie a long time. I've got great respect for what he's done and uh, where he's been. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt that he'll do a great job getting his team ready to go play, and i got to do the same. You've probably seen this. This team's probably been business. Has it been? kind of business mentality as soon as they got here, haven't they? And that's kind of what you've been doing all year long. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you want these kids to come down here and, and have a good time. That's what bowls are all about. But then you understand you're here for a reason. That's finally win the game. So, you know, it's a fine line. you got a toe there, but they got to, you know, the teams that are able to have fun and lock back in when you're supposed to and go to work and only the ones that win. Is that a big key to why you've been so successful 
well, I don't season, think, and, and during bowls. Yeah, I, I don't think these last five bowl games mean anything. This is a whole different team, a whole different year. And, you know, if we're not the most prepared and invested team at this point, uh, Friday night, we got no chance. How much are you leaning on guys like Levi Brown, you know, Ryan B., your, your leaders, to make sure guys lock back in now? But. You, know, you know, do enjoy them. You always got to do that. I mean, you always got. If you got, you know, it's always about you know, you know, these teams that where the players take ownership and the teams are the teams that are normally pretty good. So, you know, hopefully, the, not hopefully, those guys need to get make sure they get that done. And uh, the beast of the world and the leadership on this team has to uh, take over. And we got to be extremely tough team. You know, it's a road game for us. I mean, I've never had a bowl game that's actually a road trip, but this is what it is. And South Florida's playing at home, so in order to go on the road and win, you got to be extremely tough. You got to have great leadership. If we're not those two things, we got problems. All right, I like the mentality there. He knows this is a road game. The herd's been pretty successful on the road, but at the same time, um, I don't think South Florida is going to overwhelm Marshall. This isn't truly a home game for South Florida, but he's got to approach it as such. Thundering herd playing on Thursday, bright lights, NFL stadium. Only game in town, only game on TV as far as, as the Bulls are concerned. So it'll be a big deal for Doc Holliday and his squad on Thursday to get the win. Now, another guy who's going through his, if you can see my air quotes here, Thursday practice is Ryan B. Here's what he had to say after his final Thursday practice. Yeah, last one, uh, you know, but, you know, we're going to keep preparing all the way up till game day. Got to walk through and stuff tomorrow. We get to go over to uh, Raymond James. I'm excited for that. Uh, so just keep it going. What's jumped out at you about the Bulls' offense as you prepare for uh, Thursday? Uh, you know, I mean, they're like an all-around type of offense. You know, their offensive line's big, uh, experience. You know, um, their running backs are—they got two tremendous backs. They're uh, um, probably some of the best we've seen all year. Uh, the quarterback—he's—you uh, know—he's a dual threat. He'll throw the ball just as much as he'll—he'll uh, he'll tuck it and run it. So you know, it's uh, like I said, all-around type of offense. You know, for a lot of guys, you know, they'll be back. But for guys like yourself, you just you really just tried to really soak it in here these last few days. Oh yeah, you know, I'm uh, it's the uh, last days with the guys. You know, like you said, it's, that was the last practice. So I'm just uh, taking it all in for what it is and uh, enjoying every minute. What's been what's been key to this team being so good in December? Uh, you know, just just preparation. You know, we uh, uh, a lot. Of, I think a lot of teams on bowl trips. You know, they think it's a vacation and. And, uh, I mean, you got to enjoy it, but, you know, when it's time to uh, lock in and, and keep preparing, that's, that's what you got to do, and that's, that's what we do as a team. What motivates you getting ready for Thursday's game? Uh, you know, I mean, everything. It's uh, last, I mean, first it's a, just another game, and, uh, you know, the number one goal is to win. But, uh, you know, it's, it's my last game uh, in a herd uniform. Um, you know, there's so many reasons. So, uh, you know, we're just going to keep preparing and, and uh, try to go get the win. I know you said that it's not much of a vacation for you guys, but how did you like Bush Gardens? Did you like that at all? Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. You know, we were we were at uh, this bowl actually like three years ago, so uh, we went there uh, that time too, and, uh, you know, it's a great time. Um, just good, uh, you know, fellowship with the guys. That's Ryan B. His Thursday practice is over. If you hear his voice, He's trying to enjoy this, but at the same time, they have got these kids locked in, believing that, okay, we're going to have a little fun down here, but this is a business trip. Bowls are rewards. We talk about that all the time. These are supposed to be fun for the kids. And then you've got Ryan who's like, yeah, we're supposed to have some fun. We're going to try and enjoy ourselves, but we're locking in. This is a football game. We're playing a game here. We're here 
to play a game. And so that's Ryan B's take. And finally, Tyree Brady, he's getting to play in Florida. I can't wait to see what he does on Thursday. First question was asked to him after practice was, it's almost go time. Here's his response. You know, I'm excited to be back. You know, be back down here in South Florida. I know a lot of guys are too. We got a lot of guys from Florida. You know, it's a bowl game. You know, we're excited about that. You know, we're looking for the win. You know some guys on their team? Yeah, I know a couple of guys played with them in Pop Warner. One or two of them running back. Is this kind of fitting for you to end your great mm-hmm. career in the state where you grew up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a blessing right there to finish it all. I started at, you know, coming from Florida and then the end here. So, I mean, I look forward to that. What kind of defenses, challenges you to propose, to propose you on defense? Yeah, Double, you know, double teams. Yeah, I expect the double team, you know, a lot of tension. But, you know, we got a lot of guys who can make plays and who stepped up and showed, they, showed what they're capable of. So um, I know they'll kind of get them off me for a little bit. But, yeah, for the most part, I know they're going to double team and practice whatever they do. But they play man, I mean, that's good. How neat is it to be in a, a pro stadium? You hope to be oh, yeah. be there uh, soon. Uh, and, uh, this may be a, a good launching pad. Huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm excited about playing in the Buccaneers Stadium. You know, we rolled, we rolled past it. I've never been in there before, but when we rolled past it, it looked great. And we were all excited about playing in it, so we look, we all looking forward to that. You grew up a Dolphin fan? You, uh, were you, a, were you, were you a fan of I was Tom Brady, patient. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know they had a pretty good receiver there, Troy Brown. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Tyree Brady. It sounds like some of those actual bad boy motors were in the background circling practice. So Tyree's set to go. He gets to go back home. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of family friends there. It's going to be an exciting time for him. Earlier this afternoon, I got to watch a really good game between Marshall and Clemson. Thundering herd fall in the end, but let me tell you, the women's team fought hard to the very end. And joining us now on the program from the road, Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. And, Coach, I was watching that the whole time thinking that uh, this is probably the best performance, at least for three quarters, even that fourth quarter to some degree, that uh, or that fourth period that – I've seen in a long time. There's a lot of fight in that squad. Yeah, I mean, you know, we battled and, uh, you know, ultimately really played pretty tough for probably 37 minutes. They're not a great three-point shooting team. They hit a couple threes right at the end that really made it from a six-point game to the 12 or whatever it ended up. Um, But, you know, I I guess not really into moral victories. Um, I I mean, eventually you get tired of those. but, uh, you know, there was some positives. And you're definitely correct about the fight. Um, you know, I thought we, uh, we hung in there for most of that game. And, uh, you know, we rebounded with them, which was a huge key. And that's something that we haven't done in a game like that. Um, you know, up at Wisconsin, we were kind of there, but we really got, got it handed to us on the glass. So we got that fixed. And ultimately, just didn't quite make enough plays to get over the hump. Really, I think the only thing that, if you can clean up a little bit more, you, you win this game was uh, points off turnovers. You clean that stat up. Uh, I don't want to face Marshall if I'm any, anybody on your schedule because that was it. That's the one thing that you look at this stat box and go, okay, that's what hurt the herd, those points off turnovers. Sure, yeah. I mean, you just look at our turnover number. It was huge. You know, it was 25. And, um, you know, they, they are uh, – 
a tough matchup for us. They, they were very athletic at the point spot. Um, Danielle Edwards, their point guard, uh, very, very fast. And, and she could really heat us up at that one position. Um, you know, they do some things that uh, can speed us up. And, you know, that basketball, is, it's fickle like that. You know, that Tennessee State tried to do the same thing. We completely handled it, you know. And then, obviously, you go on the road and you play an ACC team. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know but, but you're right, you know, too many turnovers. And, um, you know, I, we needed to get them in a half-court game. And by and large, we did that. You know, we got them into the half court, and uh, you know, I, I thought that uh, that uh, big forty four, their their four man was great. They needed a basket down the stretch. They got it into her, and she was pretty tough in there. But um, you know, it, it, we are improving. It, it's I, 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 and I keep saying that, but it's true. Um, you know, we hung tough for thirty seven minutes, and uh, I wish we could have got it all the way to forty. Um, but we've We've grown up from the last time we were on the road. Is this a game now that you go back and when you sit down with this team, looking ahead to next game, next week, next month, however far you're looking ahead with them working with them, do you just say, look, here's what we're trying to get you to do, and here's how long you did it for us. If you can complete that, Here's how good you can be. I mean, is this type of game where, yes, you don't want to hang your hat on a moral victory, but at the same time, you can look at this and go, all right, uh, see, we're telling you, listen to us. We're telling you the truth here. If you believe in us, we can we can take you further. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you hope that that's what it is. And I really, we really hit that that point, um, you know, that we it was going to take 40 minutes and, you know, we needed to, we needed to hang tough for 40 minutes. And, um, you know, we've, we've been on the road quite a bit in the first semester. And, uh, you know, I think that was the longest that we played well, you know. And uh, it wasn't ultimately quite long enough to get the result that we wanted, we all wanted. Um, and yet, you know, I do think that, that we improved. We, we hung in there um, dang near the whole time. And, uh, you know, I'm actually I'm in the mountains north of Asheville somewhere, so if I lose you, I lose you, but, um, you know, watch the film right now, and in, in the, the heat of the moment, I thought we we maybe got tougher shots than what we, we got. I'm watching the fourth quarter right now and saying, um, you know, I'm okay with the looks that we got. Um, to win the game at Clemson, you got to knock a couple more in than what we did, you know, and I, I told, uh, told either our staff members or Scott Hall, one of them, I was like, I think we need about 10 or so three, you know, and we got eight. So we were right there, um, you know, just ultimately not quite enough plays. But um, good step forward, I hope. And um, you got to be real tough to win basketball games on the road. And we're, we're growing in that respect. Yeah, especially on the road, ACC arena, ACC officials, everything's uh, all ACC. And uh, – you still hung tough with them. Now you get a few days off. Then you got uh, Townsend University on the twenty second. Then you get a week to get ready for Delaware State University. Uh, how important is this uh, next stretch? Not only at home, but you got some time to to really just work on yourself and uh, give these ladies a few days off for the holiday. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, basketball is basketball is a long season, and uh, so we're excited about. We'll take the day off tomorrow, and we'll, we'll need it. Um, we'll take the day off tomorrow. We'll have two days to prepare for a 
a very athletic Towson team. I, I you know, I don't know if everybody's on the break Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon is a great, great getaway to come hang out with us, um, you know, and watch a good basketball game between two good teams. Um, they'll play West Virginia two days before they play us. Um, you know, that'll be a big game. Then we got Delaware State. Then we go right into conference play. So, um, you know, I'm excited about to, to go back to work with them. Um, you know, and I know they're excited for this game on Saturday. And we'll all be excited to take a couple of days off and then get re-energized and get back to work. Now, I don't want to single anyone out because it was a group effort today. But uh, again, Shana Gore was um, pretty tough, 24 points, and Taylor Porter. You got a nice 12 points out of her. She had a little foul trouble, but still, uh, she had a really nice game for the time she was out there. Yeah, you know, and I've been been lamenting that on the bus here. You know, really, uh, Shayna was fantastic early. Um, I thought late. You know, we we didn't. She did not. She played the whole game, and uh, we we did not. Uh, we didn't get a chance because the TP foul trouble to really spell her. And uh, you know, usually she plays 30, 30 to thirty five somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, I think down the stretch she would have had a little better legs, just a little bit of a break. But DP's foul trouble, um, you know, probably cost us the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, those two are two are playing pretty well on offense right now. And uh, that bodes well, for, uh, bodes well for everybody else. You know, Kristen struggled today. She's been playing really well. Um, you know, we got to get her back. Um, shoot the ball a little bit better, and, and I think she'll bounce back. She's a tough kid, so um, you know, Kadeja shot it pretty well today. And that's that's good to see. I'm, I've got a lot of confidence in her as a as a jump shooter, and I, I saw some of that start to come back today. So there's a uh, you know there was bright spots. Shana was you know Shana was Shana. She's going to go down as one of the best best scores of all time at Marshall, and uh, you know, she certainly did that. Kept us in the game a couple of times. We got in scoring drought, and uh, you know, I, I really like, as you said, circling back around the DP. She's, she's really playing well right now. and uh, We didn't play her as many minutes as we wanted. And, you know, that was beneficial to Clemson. You know, that, that hurt us, and that was good for them. Tony Kemper is our guest, Marshall University women's basketball coach at Thundering Herd, and a tough-fought loss, losing to Clemson 68-54. Coach, enjoy the holiday. I know you're going to be uh, doing what coaches do, and that's uh, working on you, working on the basketball team, but still – Hope you enjoy the holiday. You've got 22nd for Townsend University at the Henderson Center. Then you've got full week until Delaware State University. Then you get to open up conference play uh, first of the new year, January 3rd and 5th. So uh, the next few weeks, uh, if you want to see some basketball action, you've got everyone covered. Uh, that's that's exactly right. Uh, you know, Merry Christmas to all the Marshall fans out there. appreciate you having us on. And uh, you, know, you and I talked the other day about maybe – having a really really good conversation we got close we hung in there for a while but um you know we gotta keep working as a program and we'll you and i'll eventually have one of these calls and we'll be talking about being close we'll be talking about getting over the hump i look forward to it coach uh still i know you're not going to take a moral victory but uh, i thought it was a great game today so uh hopefully next time it's going to be better following along right on right on thanks thanks sir that is tony kemper head coach of the marshall women's basketball team They're up next against Townsend University, and that's coming up on Saturday. We're going to take our first break, come back. Uh, We're going to check in with Bill Cornwell. Billy is at the Bad Boy Motors Gasparilla Bowl. We'll get his thoughts on what is happening today. Also, we'll take your phone calls later on. This is The Drive, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're a couple of days away from the Bad Boy Motors Gasparilla Bowl. It's coming up on Thursday. We're going to have, of course, our coverage begin at 5 o'clock. We're going to be live at Rooster, so join us there to watch the game. It's going to kick off a little bit after 8. You can listen to it all right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, someone who's on the scene, he's working hard for you. He's Bill Cornwell, and he joins us now on the program. Uh, you've been pretty much shadowing the team all trip long. And uh, we heard earlier from Doc. We got the uh, practice audio from him, just his thoughts on everything. But uh, practice has been pretty early, and after that, how's, uh, how's the day looking for the herd? Well, 7.15 a.m., by the way, Paul, that's when uh, the, uh, the herd got going this morning. And same yesterday, same thing for tomorrow. Now, tomorrow's practice uh, is closed. Uh, no media interaction at all. They did have a little media interaction today and, and yesterday. And, of course, you got the comments courtesy of Dave Wilson. Thank, thank him for getting out there a little early and getting that for you. But uh, certainly uh, the uh, the feedback we've gotten from doc and from the players is that they have it's certainly been a business trip and uh, they feel like they are really focused in on south florida and these practices have gone really well matter of fact they've been getting finished with practices early and that to me is an indication that uh, doc holiday is very happy with the work that this work that this team is doing and that uh, they're ready they're going to be ready on uh, thursday night for the bulls are they having any fun? I know they went to Bush Gardens yesterday. What was on the agenda for them today? And are they having any fun at all? Do you feel that there is uh, at least a smile or two behind the business attitude? Paul, they're having a, a good time, uh, but they are doing a good job of compartmentalizing. I would use the term compartmentalizing. Uh, fun time. Uh, they did have a, a good event today. They, uh, went over to a park about three blocks from our team hotel, and they took part with uh, USF's players in uh, a uh, bike-building contest. And uh, Bad Boy Mowers sponsored this, and they were out there involved with it. But what they did is they built 100 bikes that are going to be given to kids here at the holidays. And that's a great community event for uh, especially for some youngsters here in the Tampa Bay area, they're going to get bikes, uh, and uh, it was kind of a fun because you you watch these players kind of trying to figure out, well, how do I put a bike together? You, you, it's something that that their dads and moms throughout the world are going to be doing this over the next few days, leading up to when Santa arrives next week. But the, the players from both teams had a lot of fun with this. It was a good event. You know, it was kind of sad, Paul, that. Marshall missed out on the beach event a couple of days ago. USF was out there, but, of course, Marshall was still trying to get down here. But this is the first event other than yesterday's Bush Gardens event when the two teams got out there at Bush Gardens and got together. Uh, these two teams have not had much interaction, but uh, they did do it today. A lot of fun. Um, of course, Paul, I've been posting a lot of photos on our Facebook page for ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So if you want to see what's going on down here, go to our Facebook page. I'm not only putting photos up, but I'm writing some comments, some commentary, and posting some stories. So everything that's going on down here in Tampa, you can uh, get a taste of it because I'm putting it up on our Facebook page. 
And and while you're there, don't forget to like the page as well. So as soon as Bill posts something, you'll be able to find it quickly. Now, what's planned for him tomorrow? You mentioned the practice is going to be closed, no media availability there. But uh, what's the agenda like as this is the uh, final day before the game? Really, tomorrow is kind of a lighter day, Paul. There's not really uh, as many events as there were uh, yesterday and today. But tomorrow is practice, and then uh, there's going to be a bowl uh, pep rally at a park here in Tampa. But other than that, uh, players are basically kind of zoning in and zeroing in, uh, but kind of keeping themselves. There are a lot of meetings here in the hotel in the positions. Uh, I do think that they do get to go into the gift suite tomorrow, Paul. Of course, we always like to talk about what's in the gift suite, and last year, uh, I actually got to kind of sneak in the door and look what was going in the gift suite at uh, New Mexico Bowl. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I'm going to try to do that before we uh, comment on it. But last year, uh, they did a great job with some electronics and a lot of lot, lot of nice things. There wasn't everybody didn't get the same item, and there was a limit monetarily as to what they could get. But uh, I think tomorrow they do get into the gift suite. Bill Cornwell going to sneak his way into the gift suite tomorrow. Um, you're not going to try to get anything, are you? No, no, no. This is all for the guys. You know, you know. Actually, the it's not just the players. Uh, I was looking at the the we, we have a little uh, those of us on the travel uh, group here. We have a little booklet, and there is a list of who gets to go into the gift suite. And there's actually coaches. Uh, there's actually a couple of uh, athletic department people that actually get to go into the gift suite as well. I guess they get to to take what's left, but the players get first dibs with uh, what's in that suite. So Doc Holliday gets leftovers, but um, we were kind of forecasting yesterday that he's picking out colors now for his bad boy mowers, and he's going to drive them up to Huntington after he's done. Exactly. I, of course, I, I was sitting next to Dave Wilson, and you guys were talking about that, and then uh, you never know. I, I will say this, the bad boy mowers, they are – all around, and, and uh, they are doing a good job of getting their name out because we, we mentioned that they were involved with the bike build. But uh, a little later this afternoon, and, or uh, uh, in fact, I've already posted the photos on the Facebook page, uh, uh, C.J. Uh, CJ Harvey from WCHS and Dave Wilson and myself, we came over to Treasure Island over on the um, Gulf Coast side of Tampa Bay, and we went to the Battle of the Bands. And... Uh, Bad boy mowers, they were out there in, in full force promoting themselves quite well. So I will give them credit there. They're getting the bang for their buck out of this bowl, and then we'll see what they do as far as during the game on Thursday night. But uh, uh, very active sponsor uh, for this bowl, bad boy mowers. Bill Cornwell is our guest. He is at the bad boy motors Gasparilla Bowl, and um how does this compare? How does this game compare to ones you've been to in the past? How does this compare to different iterations of this game as well? Because this is technically Marshall's third trip to this game under different names. I really think that uh, th- this one is uh, probably uh, there's just not as much interaction in this bowl as there is again in the other bowls that were over in St. Petersburg, Paul. And the simple fact is that uh, USF, this is their town, this is their team, and they just don't really feel a need to 
like explore because I mean uh, they live here. I mean, it's, so it's a different uh, perspective. But Marshall, uh, they're they're having a good time. But again, they're they are all business because they want to keep this Bulls Creek alive. These seniors, especially, uh, you know, the Ryan Bees, the the Jordan Dowries, Chase Hancocks, they want to keep this Bulls Creek alive. Six wins in a row in a bowl for Marshall, five and zero for for Doc Holiday, and they do not want to be the guys that had a loss on their watch in bowls. So uh, Marshall very much wants to keep that alive. So, that, I mean, there is a real business. There, there is no silliness and no loudness, but uh, there's focus for this Marshall team here at uh, the Hilton downtown Tampa, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to see that on the field in a couple of nights from now. Phil Cornwell's with us. He's at the Bad Boy Motors Gasparilla Bowl. And uh, are you keeping Dave Wilson out of trouble? You mentioned him earlier. Are you keeping him out of trouble? Uh, Actually, it's more like he keeps me out of trouble. But no, it's great having Dave with us. I, I didn't realize till he showed up to to uh, go on the trip that Dave was going to go with us. So uh, we have the full crew here. Of course, Steve Cotton and Mark Martin and myself. And uh, uh, I mean, uh, we're all ready to go. Uh, Dave's been uh, working hard getting material for the uh, for the pregame show, and uh, he's been like I said, he's been helping me as far as getting some uh, some audio for you and audio for others and. Uh, uh, we've been kind of working as a team, and uh, uh, we've been trying to keep everybody uh, in uh, not in, in the know. And again, we're, we're not just talking about the game, but uh, again, we're going to bowl events and trying to give you a, a feel about what Marshall is doing down here in Tampa because it's not all football. There's social events, there are fun events, and we're giving you a look. Hopefully, a little bit later this evening, Paul, I'll have some photos to pass along from the uh, event involving uh, putting the, the bikes together. All right, looking forward to that. They'll be on our Facebook page. And, of course, uh, we'll either talk to you tomorrow or you'll have some uh, new, even uh, even more fancier guests because, uh, well, uh, who, who haven't we talked to this week? I'm putting you in charge of that. Well, You're show booking maybe, tomorrow. Maybe, maybe C.J. Harvey could be your guest. Oh, no, shoot higher than that, man. Oh, okay. Sh- shoot higher than that. Well, I, I don't know. Those guys are pretty busy. I, I'll give you uh, uh, insight. The TV guys, at least you know, we, we deal with Mark and with CJ. They are constantly editing and doing live shots down here. They're always looking for places to do live shots. It's almost like uh, l- uh, looking for locations for a movie. And uh, so they, they've been quite busy. And uh, this is not a vacation, believe me. This is a working trip for everybody. I understand. Uh, yeah, let's let's shoot higher than C.J. Harvey. I mean, if we're, we're going to go high, man, let's. Uh, I don't know. Come up, come up with somebody. I can get C.J. Hey, maybe, 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 maybe we can get Mike Hamrick. He may, maybe, he might be good to go. That's. I like where you're going. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Good luck with that. You you make that happen tomorrow. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll work on it. Okay. We'll work on it. Good deal. Uh, have fun. We'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow, or at least uh, you or a representative, or maybe and, both. We'll see. And like I said, Paul, we'll have more. In fact, I'm sitting here in front of my computer working on it. We'll have more material from here in Tampa up on the ESPN 94.1 FM AM 930 Facebook page this evening. Bill Cornwell, our guest. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. That's Bill Cornwell. He is at the Bad Boy Motors Gasparilla Bowl. We're going to come back and um, we're going to look ahead at what's happening this week when we continue with this edition of The Drive, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. We're presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. I'm your host, Paul Swan, on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Well, the bowl season is starting to gear up. We've got the Boca Raton Bowl tonight. It's UAB taking on Northern Illinois. You can hear that game right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Tomorrow, Frisco Bowl. That's right. We've got the Frisco Bowl for you. The Bobcats are taking on the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll have that one for you. And then, of course, on Thursday, the Gasparilla Bowl, Marshall and South Florida. You can listen to our coverage beginning at 5 p.m. We'll come to you live from Roosters at Pullman Square. 5 o'clock is when we start our pregame. You can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also on 93.7 The Dog. We're going to be pretty busy here in the next few weeks. Bowls, 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 bowls of Palooza. We got everything. We got the games that matter. If it's important, we get the game pretty much. So I'm looking forward to uh, next week. It'll be a full week of bowl activity. We'll have all the major bowls. Uh, we're going to ramp up our bowl coverage. Thursday's the Marshall game. Friday, we're going to have bowl action, so no show. Next week's the holiday, so no show next week. Our yearly taken off a week because, well, there's college football to be watching. You know, as much as I say I don't like the bowls, what am I going to do? I'm going to be watching the Bulls. What are you talking about? Of course I'm going to be watching the Bulls. Uh, watch a little bit of that action. Of course, uh, we'll have those games for you. If you're in the car, you're stuck at work, wherever you may be, we're going to have a lot of college football action for you right here. Again, it's on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, we'll weave into that a little Marshall basketball for you as well. Looking forward to the Thundering Herd. They're going to be back in action on Saturday. And then they get another week off. It's good for them. Good for them. I, I like the schedule the way it's worked out. It, it doesn't seem like it's not too little, and it doesn't seem like it's not too much. It, it feels like it's a pretty balanced start before you get into conference season. Now, top 25 action. There are games. Guess what? There's some games coming up tonight. You got Princeton taking on number two, Duke. You got 15th ranked Ohio State taking on Youngstown State. Uh, You've got Syracuse and Buffalo. You've got Kansas and South Dakota. Uh, You've got UT Arlington and Gonzaga. You got Western Carolina and Iowa. And you got Marquette and you've got North Dakota. So that's what it looks like. Buffalo. Syracuse would probably like to get Buffalo, knock them out or at least uh, knock them down a lot from the top 25 rankings. Uh, good luck. Good luck. Buffalo's pretty good right now. They're 10-0. and 0. So we will come back and we'll wrap this one up when we continue. We'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We've got more on the way. It's The Drive, presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.
Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition. It's The Drive presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. If you missed any part of tonight's show or you want to go back and listen to it again, all you have to do is find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn. We're on Spotify and whatever your favorite service is. Give us a like. Follow us there. Have the podcast delivered automatically to you, your device. Also, if you subscribe, don't forget, give us a five-star rating. Give us a high rating. Let people know what you think of the show so others can find it as well. It always helps if you give us some positive reviews. That way we can go and find more people who maybe don't have a chance to find the show. They'll find the show, and then we can spread the word about the herd and everything else. Phone number is 304-399-8255 for the local number. The toll-free number is 877-420-8255. So we're ramping up to the bowl. You heard Doc Holliday earlier. You heard a couple of the guys. Business trip. Bill Cornwell was with us talking about it's a business trip. Now, I appreciate that from the standpoint that these kids are going down to play a football game and – If Marshall loses this bowl, I know fans are going to be disappointed and some will lose their mind. Some will lose their mind as this is a sign of the apocalypse. Others of you will just understand, okay, it's a bowl game. We get it. Like to win them all. Can't win them all. But Marshall losing a bowl game won't be the end of the world. But for a lot of people, it might be. So I get this. I understand Doc, he's, he's going down. His job is to coach football team to win football games. That's his job. Now, these are still young men, and I do hope they're having fun. I hope they're getting the most they can out of it because, after all, that's the premise that I've been sold for years. That's the premise that we have been told the bowl games are for the kids. They're not for us. They're for the kids. They're for the kids to go. It's a reward. You get to play in a great location. It's a reward. Then I see some of these locations and think, oh, is that really a great location for the reward? Think about it, really. Is, is that a great location? And you look at some of the destinations, you think, oh, I don't know if that's really that good of a location. But okay, reward-wise. Hey, really, it was a tourism thing. The Cotton Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl. Yeah, this was all, this was all industry and tourism years and years ago. So... That's my only concern. Let's hope those guys are having some fun. After all, for some of them, this is going to be the last time playing football. For a few of them, this is going to be maybe one step closer to playing football in the National Football League. There will be some opportunities there. But for a majority of kids that are playing in these games, uh, they'll either come back next year and play another season of college football or their football career might be done. So I get it. Totally understand. But It sounds like things are a little subdued, but at the same time, they're having some fun. They missed out on the uh, events on Sunday, but they're down there to win a football game. That's At the end of the day, that's what Herd fans want. They want to see the Thundering Herd go in, beat South Florida, get the victory. I'm sure there'll be a good crowd of Herd fans down there. It's Florida, after all. Uh, It's almost like a second or third home for, for many West Virginians. So, recruiting game for Doc. You know, this is important for him. Because you make a good showing, there's going to be a lot of kids in the stands, Florida kids. You're going to use those Florida kids that you have on your team to sort of be ambassadors, sell the program. Hey, I came to Marshall. I'm from here. I came to Marshall. This is what what it's about. This is why I came up here. This is why you should come up here. 
you're going to have that. I mean, it's a recruiting battle. It really is. South Florida, they're in South Florida. They're in Florida. They're going to have definitely uh, a foothold. They're entrenched there. Marshall's not. But Doc Holliday has been able to go in in the past and, and find kids and bring them out. Very important game. That's why it's a business trip to some degree. Opportunity for Marshall to maybe find some kids that want to be a part of the Thundering Herd team. I don't know if this bowl game is going to sway a kid or two, but it might. I don't know if you watch this game and go, hey, Marshall beat South Florida. I want to go to Marshall. It doesn't hurt, but at the end of the day, I think what happens is you got to go in and sell the program. This is what Marshall's about. This is what Marshall can offer you. Um, and you got to find what the right sell is to the kid. Is education important to the kid? Okay, here's what Marshall offers you. Uh, is uh, visibility? Okay, here's how Marshall can make that happen for you. You know, there are a lot of things that go with this. But I understand the attitude here, but I appreciate it. At least they're not going down there like, hey, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to show up and play some football. No, that would not be good with all the time and energy that's put into this. So I think that at least is the right attitude. And Doc's right; it's it's a fine line. You got to come down here. You got to you got to play a football game. You got to win the game. You got to play the game. But at the same time, you got to go out there have some fun. It sounds like it's a it's been a good opportunity for him so far. But at the end of the day, hurt fans are going to show up. There's going to be some neat little events, but. This is one of those games where if I'm going, I might go the night before. If I was going to try to go to a game like this and I was a fan, I might just go the night before, get my room, get situated, maybe make a two-day trip out of it, three at the most, get there the night before, watch the game, leave the next day. That'd be my trip. This is a short little mini hop. And you get back in time for Christmas. And that's the, that's the important thing. You get back in time for Christmas for a lot of these coaches. Of course, coaches hate being home for the holidays. Unless they've played their game, then they're okay with it. But coaches hate being home for the holidays. It is like the ultimate failure. Why am I here? Why am I here? I should be out on the field coaching. We're not playing in a bowl game. So... Thankfully, Doc's in his element. It's nice and warm, sunny. It's Florida. You got to enjoy that. So coming up on tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to have more from the game. Bill Cornwell hopefully will join us again. We'll talk to him, and we're going to get you closer to this game. Don't forget, Thursday we'll be at Roosters. I'll be there. Dave Walsh will be there. That's where you need to be. You can't watch the game anywhere else. you got to come to Roosters. We'll have it for you on the big screen it's the only bowl game going on, so we'll have the majority of the screens turned on for the bowl game. And, of course, who doesn't want to come early? I'm at 5 o'clock. I'll be out of here, this office, way before that. I'm heading over the Roosters. Get the wings coming. Just bring the wings. Let's go. And i got to talk to my guy here. Um, I'm going to need more wings because this is a bowl game. Get the wings, the boneless. I go for the boneless wings. But I'll tell you what, here's a secret. Shredded chicken burrito. 
If you've not tried the shredded chicken burrito, you must. Uh, here's a pro tip. Get the cheese on the side. They, they drape it in that cheese. No, get that on the side if you can. That's what I do. I haven't tried the tacos yet. Maybe I'll venture into that one day, but that's enough about the menu. I think we've hyped that enough. Roosters, Thursday, we'll be there watching the game. Hope you're there with me as well. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, I want to thank Marshall basketball coach Tony Kemper coming on talking about his ladies, also Bill Cornwell. Thanks to Dave Wilson taking care of us today from the bowl. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.